0: Hi and welcome to Uncut Business, Money and Body for ambitious, passionate entrepreneurs who want to break through their sales, mindset, strategy and fat loss blocks and fast track their goals and live and be the most inspired version of themselves. It's Mandy here with the lovely Candice. And Candace is a success and sales coach and is renowned for her works as the graceful closer. And Candace specializes in showing women entrepreneurs how to bust through mindset blocks, generate and close more sales in a sincere graceful way. And I'm Mandy Gibbons, personal fitness trainer, fat loss transformation expert, business strategist and mindset coach. And I help women entrepreneurs get clarity on their business, their mindset, their bodies and fat loss and help them step up and gain confidence and take accelerated action with their entrepreneurial and body goals. And in each episode, we're going to be bringing you inspiring lessons on how to bring out your most amazing and ultimate inner awesomeness. It's great to have you on board today, so let's get started.
1: Today, we're talking about why most online businesses struggle. And Mandy, I know that you work with a lot of clients, a lot of your clients come to you who are stuck with, so what are the top three things that you find with
0: your clients and how can they help move past that stuckness and start making more money? Obviously, you know, we were having a chat about this only like a week ago and that was confidence in themselves, clarity, like with their vision and for themselves and also like their self-belief. And we'll get into that a little bit later because we've got quite a bit to talk about today. Also, you mentioned uh, lead generation, so moving uh, from like a, a warm lead to a sales, but a lot of it does have to do with mindset, and not always just about money, but how you feel about yourself in general and putting yourself out there.
1: Yeah, I mean, I totally agree with that. I think that, I mean, you can have the best obviously lead generation strategy in the world, which we can teach people, but. It's the getting to that or making yourself do it or having the confidence to do it um, and having the right mindset to do it before you can even start to get led. So we should probably start there on the mindset, which is maybe we'll go practical first. So we'll talk about maybe defining the audience. Do you think that people need a defined audience or what, yeah, what do you think about that?
0: I think, it ha- you know, you want to make sure that you're working with people who you're actually keen to be working with so obviously and also you want to base it on what you know too so you don't want to be saying oh well I'll teach you how to make a million dollars a year when you've only made a thousand dollars a year you know oh, what yeah. I mean yeah you want to make sure that you are able to coach those people and that you do have the experience and the knowledge um, but also you want to make sure that you're coming from a place of alignment so it's like Candace and I like we're pretty zen chill kind of chicks, you know, when you get people that are sort of maybe a little bit more out there, or dropping F-bombs all the time, not that we worry about that type of stuff, but you'll get people that are maybe a lot more full on, and out there, and So because we're a little bit more laid back, although we're very passionate about what we do, if you want to work with someone who's a lot more full on, well then they're the type of people that you'll attract and that's the type of audience that you want to go for, where for us we have a very driven and compassionate approach but we're also not going to, you know, it's not going to be balls to the wall, boxing gloves to your head and have your corner to make you do stuff because you actually have to do the inner work As well as the outer work, you've got to take action as well so that you can actually move forward with your business and setting your goals and making them happen. Yeah, so you want to be clear about the energy that you're putting out there and who you'd love to work with, who you can help, you know, what they love, their pain points, which I know is so cliche, but, you know, you want to be familiar and understand their struggles and be able to step them through that to help them overcome them so you can help them get the results they want. And once you're really clear on who your customer is, it makes it a lot easier to find new clients. So, you know, it makes it easier to do your sales page, to market your audience with your advertising. It removes a hell of a lot of confusion for you and for them when they come to your website or your social media pages. And because if they see you addressing what they're going through and showing them how to take action on that and create great outcomes then you've kind of pre-sold your services haven't you so if they feel in alignment with you and who you are your values that helps kickstart your relationship with them even if they haven't invested in your services yet you're like on their radar in a big way.
1: Yeah absolutely I totally agree with a lot of that and I think that there seems to be a message out there at the moment that you need to be that kind of ball-busting type of personality to make it because a lot of I guess the people out there that are making money are like that but I mean, obviously, we know because we've been online for a long time that that is not the case. So it's really just obviously aligning yourself, like you said, with your people and uh, the people that you want to hang out with. So, um, which is why we're here (laughs) doing this podcast. Now, another thing, because you and I have been around for a long time, so we know is another. We're like
0: 100 years old.
1: Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> Almost. Almost, we look like 100 years old
0: today. Um, <laughs> that's
1: why we're doing a podcast, not a video. But um, the thing that I guess that we've been through and obviously to get traction online and, and make money is obviously being consistent and that's definitely not something that's talked about online because it's not glamorous, right? Because everybody wants to make a million dollars overnight um so there seems to be I guess a lack of consistency or that's not in the messaging out there for people but I think it's important so I mean what do you have to share on consistency and and what can you share with people and and how has it helped your business
0: um well I think with consistency first off the content that you're putting out there you want to feel really good about it so sure you might feel a bit Scared about it or a bit anxious about it—that just means maybe it's it's something really cool that you're putting out there because you haven't stepped up and done it before. But yeah, you want to come from a place of alignment. You don't want to be um putting stuff out there that you really don't have a clue about because it'll it'll show. Like if you're sitting there, um, you know, doing a video or even a podcast, you'll be able to hear it'll be like deer in headlights type thing. Um, you'll sense the fear and that from it. So. So, you know, make sure that you feel really passionate about it, that it's something that you really love and that you know that you can definitely help people with. And with being consistent, you want to make sure that keep putting it out there, but don't sort of go... Do like a, a couple of months and then drop off for a couple of months and don't expect that one piece of content or a couple of pieces of content to be what gets everyone through the door and vary the content that you're doing. So like if, if you are having a, a day where you don't feel like doing video, don't do video, do a podcast or write an article or whatever, but just be consistent with putting something out there that you're really passionate about and that is going to attract your audience. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I just want to say something, too, and what you said about the consistency is that a lot of clients come to me and they've fallen off the consistency bandwagon. So they had a bit of momentum and something happened. Sometimes people have to go to work. You know, things happen in life, health things, and then they drop off, right? So here they are and they're like, oh, you know, they're feeling bad about that. So if you have dropped off the consistency bandwagon, just forgive yourself and just get back on it, and that's totally okay, too. And I think that um you just need to pick up the momentum again and get back on the horse and start again and because you do have that traction behind you it's obviously going to pick up a lot faster so i've got a lot of clients feel a bit stuck do you know what i mean after they've had things happen and i've dropped off for whatever reason so um i think that's good to share and let people know just to just to get back on and keep going um Another thing that I wanted to talk about, which comes up a lot for my clients and I know comes up for your clients is, um, and you touched on it, when you put out content and it doesn't really, I guess, get any traction or nobody likes it. And especially if you put out programs and it, like you get zero response. So that can be really disheartening. So what what do you share with your clients to help them get over
0: that and I guess change it for next time? I do think a lot of it has to do with feeling in alignment and how you go about creating the program and, you know, what's going on in your mindset at the time. And, yes, you do have to dust yourself off and and get back on track, but you also need to take the lessons of why it didn't work and, you know, and apply that to your next product or service. And I'll give you an example of what I mean by that you know you want to put a program out or you want to put a product out doesn't really feel like it's in alignment with you but you feel like you've got to rush 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 and get it out there because you want to make the money and so you're kind of going into it with the wrong intentions and sometimes you can do it without even realizing that you're doing that you know like you you absolutely feel passionate about it and you feel you know, really awesome about it, but there's still something like in the in the back of your mind and, and you've got this thing of urgency and, and feeling a bit frantic about it because not so much that it's not going to work, but you feel like you have to do it just because you've got to bring in the income. And because it's rush, 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 and you're sort of like selling the program before you've even created it or even got it started, and then you've got your deadlines like – smack bang only weeks away and then you've got to try and create this program on the fly you're so burnt out by the time the launch is over that you really just don't have the energy to even put into the program anymore so you're trying to do the absolute best you can but you're really you're drowning like you're struggling you're treading water trying to you know get it completed and so you know because your energy levels are drained it's not as successful and and you've kind of lost that passion by the time the program starts so you know it really has a lot to do with you know coming from a place of alignment what you really really feel passionate about but also a bit of time management as well and caring enough about yourself and and the quality that you want to give to your clients as well you don't want to be doing like wham bam thank you ma'am products and services I don't have an issue with creating products on the fly or pre-selling your services because that can be really really successful but You need to know how to manage yourself, your energy levels and the quality so that you can really rock your services for your clients and not just grab their dollars and forget about them or provide them with a substandard service. You know, if a product doesn't work, learn as much as you possibly can from each experience. Take the awesomeness from what you've achieved from an amazing service and a really successful one, apply that to the next one and the not so good experiences take advantage of those lessons and don't make those same mistakes again in the next product or service and don't let the products that don't work block your vision or goals you know it doesn't mean that you should quit far from it like obviously you're in this because you have amazing gifts to share you know, and you want to impact people in a huge way. So, you know, just get back out there and do that. And, you know, I'm lucky I haven't had too many that have failed. But, but I can tell you that it does feel like a bit of a kick in the guts when it does happen. So, you know, go back to your ideal client. You know, ask your audience what they want. Write down how your audience feels about a certain struggle and, and the outcomes that you want to bring them and, and how you know you can do this and why you know you can do this and re-inspire yourself again.
1: I am a huge fan of obviously having content and launching it really quickly. Um, but obviously, like you said, it needs to be quality. So, um, touching back on that whole failing bit is that you need to continuously test your audience, right? So, and see what they actually need. So, there are going to be times where, and, and especially if you're starting out, probably at the beginning, that you're going to have more failures. Then successes, not always. I'm not. I'm not going to put that on on everybody. But you'll find if you haven't quite defined your audience, or you're just trying to find your feet in your message, that that is what's going to happen. And um, a lot of people like launch things and then they fail, and they're like, "Oh, I'm just, I can't do this. I'm giving up on this online business. I'm going back to my job." We well, don't need to. You just need to slightly make, you know, change the direction, or sometimes it's even just a case of remarketing it. So. There's a lot of factors that obviously come in there, but I guess the point is, is that just remember that failing is, and I don't like to use that term, but is part of the journey. And so you just need to keep going um, and keep testing and keep trying new things. And And you touched on, on burning yourself out. So I think, you know, I want to talk about that because I've got children um, – Uh, I don't know how many people know, but my partner works away for a lot of the year, so I'm kind of by myself. And I think that you need to find a groove that works for you, right? So instead of being like burning yourself out, because that's not going to serve anybody, it's not going to serve you, your family if you have one, or even your clients. Um, And I think we need to start as, I guess, women entrepreneurs and especially online, giving ourselves permission to set what works for us not like looking outward because there's a lot of looking outward and going oh she was like two million trillion hours and um this one works like 10 hours and, and they're both killing it it's just whatever works for you and I think well, we're going to have to talk about this in a different uh podcast but it's a, if you know what your values are as a person then you can line up your life and obviously your business success with serving everything else. So you're not just serving the one thing, you're serving everything that you that is important to you in life. Um, so for me, what I do is I, I basically have to work around a baby who's sitting here, right, And um, but I make sure that I sleep at least seven hours and I make sure that I work out and I make sure that my diet is pretty 80% pretty good. Because otherwise, if I drop the ball on those things, I'm not going to be able to do the late nights or the early mornings. Um, and I'm not saying you should copy that. I'm just saying that everybody needs to give themselves permission to do what works for them and, and sit down and figure out what works for you instead of, I guess, looking outward for a solution. Because internally, and this is what we find, I'm sure, what you find with your clients is what I find with my clients is when I stop and I ask them they actually internally already know the answer. So, and um, I think, I mean, you can probably pick it up here because I think you'll find that a lot of things, even business stuff, they already internally know the answer and it's just about asking the right questions to get them, you know, on the roll to success and making more money.
0: Definitely. And I think, you know, what you and I are very much about is like um, helping people be the best version of themselves not trying to create mini me's of people. That happens a lot out there. Coaches tend to like push their clients into being mini me's of themselves, and then that's when people kind of find that they're not in alignment because they feel like they can't be that person. You know what I mean? Like they would love to be that person. They wish that they could be that person, but that's not them tr- their true self. So you know, you really have to be really honest with yourself about who you are as a person and um, if you're being honest with yourself then you can attract the clients that you want to attract and you'll feel a lot more comfortable putting yourself out there because you're just being yourself you know it'll be easy to do videos it'll be easy to do content because you're not trying to be anyone else but yourself
1: yeah I think also just to touch on that too is you also need to be careful right that because there are people out there who are like be you um put out your message but then off the back of that they're like but the criteria is this, this, and this, and this. So you'll see that it's like a contradiction.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: people don't really realise uh, because I think that we all sort of want to be included, you know what I mean, in, in a group. Um, and, and that's cool too, but it's just uh, you really want to be authentically who you are, um, not authentically who you are, but with these sets of sort of criteria
0: Yeah.
1: Um, or trying to match up to that. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, that whole authentic conversation and how to how to find that, we definitely need to have that conversation as well.
0: Yeah. Um, also, it's important that no matter where you are, if you don't feel good about something, just to feel confident enough to say that, step out of it. You know what I mean? Just say, well, like if you're not comfortable with a coach or you're not comfortable with a program that you're creating and it doesn't really matter, even a mastermind group or whatever it is, if, if you don't feel in alignment with something, then just be brave enough to say that you don't want to do this anymore, it doesn't feel right anymore, and to move on and find, find out really what you do want to do because you're better off doing what you, what you really, really want to do and what you feel deeply about coming from a, a real place from with inside you. You're better off doing that than be doing something that you really just don't want to be doing and you have no intention of enjoying.
1: Yeah, and look, in real life, right, in real life, day-to-day life, we don't hang out with people we don't want to hang out with. We don't hang out with people that aren't in alignment with us. We don't. We just don't. You don't even put yourself in that situation. Or if you find yourself in that situation, you just leave, or you make up excuses to leave, or whatever it is. But yeah, online people sort of hang around um, and and stay there when they and feel stuck when they don't need to. If you wouldn't do it in real life, then then you don't need to do it you know, online. So, yeah, and I know when I explain that to a lot of clients yeah, I wouldn't hang out with people like that in real life. It's like, yeah, so you don't need to, you know, give yourself permission to leave. It's, it's all good.
0: Yeah. And just remember that, you know, sometimes it can be scary to leave if you think that they're the people that are going to take you to the next level, like you get so used to that, you get a bit afraid to leave that group or you get a bit afraid to to not have those people in your life because you're worried that by sort of leaving that situation you're going to be missing out on something or, you you know, that type of thing. where that's not the case because there's plenty of people that are in alignment with you that are succeeding and kicking ass and doing amazingly well that you can look up to and be involved in that group. So don't feel like you're missing out.
1: Exactly. And any time that you're operating from a space of fear, obviously it nine times out of 10 or nine and a half times out of 10 it doesn't work out anyway yeah so <laughs> so yeah and that's exactly what that is like fear of missing out or fear of like not being a part of that community or fear of a lot of times it's fear of oh my god you know if I leave everybody's going to be successful when I left and that, that would be such a bad mistake and and stuff like that so <coughs> I totally agree with you yeah and a lot of the online people with their online businesses are struggling to make money because they're just not in alignment. Yeah. And that's mm-hmm. how important being in alignment is oh. and being in integrity with who you are. That is probably a huge takeaway lesson of what we're talking about today is about the alignment and the mindset work that needs to go on with that. And obviously consistency. If you're failing or if you've failed, just get back up and keep going because that's all a part of the business and and being there so so the other side of obviously why most online businesses struggle is just basically just the basics of, of being in front of enough people and converting enough people into being clients and so we're going to just get into the practical side of it um, because once we've sorted out our mindset or once we're clear on and, and aligned with who we are and what we want to do in the world obviously this is the next step so what I get my clients to do, um, and I'm just going to share it straight up so that people can just go and apply it right now, is that uh, we have a lead generation, I guess, funnel, which is putting out your content, your aligned content, talking to your person, um, speaking to whatever their pain points are. And that, that, that can sound negative, but it's it's the way that marketing works at the moment, right? So speaking to the pain points and well, not the pain points, but just speaking to where they are stuck or where they need help. Um, so that could be something like a podcast or a blog post and then pushing that around. So if we use Facebook as the example for this, for this, for right now, for this lead generation, pushing that around on Facebook and then retargeting. So... What I mean by retargeting is they will go and follow that podcast or that blog post to your website and then you just retarget, do a retargeting ad on Facebook. And some people know this but a lot of people don't. So it means that you're – when you retarget, you know that your ad's are going to go in front of people that already like what you're doing or already have an interest in what you're doing. And, obviously, and it ends up costing a lot less and it's easier to convert a client because they're like, oh, I already know who she is. You've already pre framed yourself and who you are and how you can help. And then obviously you're going to put your offers in front of them. So it gives you a higher, obviously, success rate and uptake rate. So that's just something really simple that people can do. But I find with our clients, as soon as we start to implement that, the traction that they get is incredible. Um, what do you specifically do in your business for lead generation?
0: I actually do a lot of written work and I do videos. Like I've, As you know, I've got like my video series that I do, but I try to vary stuff as much as I possibly can because everyone has their own way of how they like to learn you know some people like to scan through information other people like to watch a video they like the visual side of it a lot better um other people would just prefer to listen to an mp3 so it's also one of the reasons why we're doing this podcast as well because it's awesome to be able to have different ways that people can learn from you and enjoy the content that you have yeah um facebook definitely instagram i really like instagram And I'm actually going to be starting on Snapchat soon as well. So all of those are awesome ways. And also you can, you know, if you want to do videos and put them on YouTube. But I think also is making sure that when you are providing information to people, whatever, whether it's a blog post or video, making sure that you're you're really hitting the points for them and not sort of just like selling, selling, selling to them the whole way through. You know what I mean? Like you actually want to be giving them really awesome content that's really helpful for them so you know a little bit entertaining but also they're going to find really beneficial to them as well and that's another reason why you want to find out what they're struggling with and if you're not sure how to do that you can do a free survey through SurveyMonkey and you know just email it out to them or put it on your Facebook page and get people to to complete that because some people may not always want to put their name to what they're struggling with yeah so they can go and they can fill that out yeah and I think it's like is it 10 you have 10 questions you know that you can ask via SurveyMonkey by survey Monkey while the accounts are free like if that's yeah you know you want to try it out That is a good strategy you know that's a, a really good way so that you can actually find out if you're you know ever stuck trying to figure out what you want to make your content about or what they are struggling with then that's a nice quick easy solution for you but yeah you want to make sure that you are delivering quality content and and making sure that people can actually relate to the content or your audience, the people that you want to attract, can relate to the content that you're putting out. Yeah. Because that's when they'll share it. Like if they go, wow, I love that, they'll share that.
1: Yeah, that's yeah, that's so true. And actually that what you've said really leads into the next point, which is about closing a sale or making a sale, right? So you can you've got to do all of those things first and then you get to the point where you've got to close the sale or ask for it. And the easiest way to do that is to just actually ask for it, like just straight up ask for it. And people are like, oh, my God, really? It can't be that easy. And it's like what I find consistent, consistent, and this is at any level. So it could be a startup entrepreneur, someone who's making $10,000, $20,000, dollars $100,000 a month, let's say, is they're not asking for the sale or they're not asking for the sale enough, right? And it can just be like, you know, send me a PM and, and learn about my new program, or it can be putting up buttons or anything like that. They're just not asking enough. So, what I find and what I make sure that my clients are doing is that you're asking. Say you've run you've rolled out a program, you need to almost be asking every single day. Well, I say ask every single day. You can do that in different ways. So, remind people on Facebook, send them an email. Um, Say, does anybody want to chat on PM? Jump on you know, Periscope, answer questions, jump on Facebook Live. So always be asking for the sale. And it's okay to ask for the sale because you need to, your people need to be served, right, because what you're doing is going to help move them to the next level. So there's a lot of mindset work around asking for the sale or closing a sale. Um, but the easiest way to close a sale is just to ask and to continue to ask and put it out there and um
0: and to, oh, to feel comfy hard. doing it like you yeah. know when you are asking for it don't change your tone don't like have like a really subdued conversation and go wah la 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 like sound like an infomercial because if you kind of like change the tone of it then people go ah like you just sometimes it can just be as easy as throwing one line yeah. in there and just doing it casually and can do it without sort of having to like making them feel really uncomfortable
1: and actually, I've got a really good story about that, Mandy, and it's to do with you, is that you done this incredible clothes on me just so naturally. And so what happened was that um, I wanted to join the Ultimate You Body program and obviously get a bikini body, um, and so – I was sort of fluffing around. I don't know what was going on in my life. I can't quite remember, but I remember getting this message from Mandy and it was just in her, you know, in your upbeat, normal voice, like, hey, Candice, you know, time's about to run out. I know you're committed to your goal, so let's get started with the first payment. That's as casual as it was, right? It was authentically you, your messaging, how you would talk to me right now. And I was like, okay, cool, click the link and done it. You don't have to change your voice or anything. You just be yourself and, and ask for the sale. So I think what we've really covered today and and what Mandy and I really want you to get out of this is that if you're struggling to make money in your business and you're struggling to get traction, the first place is to go back and look to see if you're aligned, right? Aligned to who you are and aligned to the message that you're trying to share with the world. And if you're not, just just correct and and start putting out content that's in alignment with your mission and, and what you're trying to do and who you're trying to serve first of all, and then everything will come behind it. And sometimes people are like, oh, I don't think I can monetize my message. Okay, you can monetize your message. We'll talk about that in another podcast um, and give you examples of, of people making money with all sorts of things. Um, but going back to wrapping this up and, and staying on track. And the other thing is obviously to be consistent with your messaging and the other thing is to, you know, Obviously, you've got to carry out the practical strategies, which is, you know, putting yourself out there consistently, um, putting out Facebook posts, blog posts, anything like that to give yourself traction and make money. So the more connections you make and the more stuff that you put out there, um, the more you're going to get money and results and stuff like that. So, So I think we've covered a lot today about, you know, if your business is struggling, what you can start doing right away to... on the practical side and the mindset side to start making money and uh, so what we'll do is we know that obviously you want to we want to talk about pricing next so pop on over to pricing because that's really important and obviously that's going to help you make money as well and uh, we'll do another talk on the mindset and actual practical tools on how to get in the right mindset and obviously be aligned.
0: Oh definitely I'm super excited about what we're going to be sharing in these podcasts and How important it is too to address and be really, really honest and down to earth about the topics that normally aren't really discussed, you know, because people can feel pretty scared about them or even a little bit ashamed to bring them up. You know, we don't want you to feel like that because this is all part of what entrepreneurs really do struggle with. And we want to help you overcome those struggles and create really fantastic outcomes for yourself. And we really want you to get up each day and be really excited about your business your money, your body and your life, so you can step up confidently and really kick those fears to the curb. So on that note, we'll wrap this up and we can't wait to catch up with you in the next episode. Thanks so much, it's been amazing having you here today with us. we really appreciate and value your time. And if you loved today's episode, share it with your friends on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and let us know what you thought. We'd love to hear your comments. And if you'd like to connect with us, you can find Candace on Facebook at Empowered and Inspired with Candace and myself at Mandy Gibbons VFT or via our websites, thegracefulcloser.com for Candace or virtualfitnesstrainer.com for Mandy. And make sure you subscribe to this podcast if you haven't already. We love you to bits. It's been awesome spending this time with you today. Massive hugs. You rock. Now go out there and be the best inspired version of you.